Hello, my beautiful little angel babies. Um, I'm still trying to come up with a name <laughs> to call, I guess, my audience, quote unquote. Uh, angel babies? I think that's kind of cute, but I also feel like I'm calling you, like, what were those things called when we were kids? Those uh, beanie babies. Beanie babies. I feel like I'm saying beanie babies, but I'm not. It's angel babies. Okay, hello, we're starting today off with a rant. <laughs> um, hey guys, welcome to the IDFK podcast. My name is Christina, I am your host. Uh, this is a motherfucking podcast, right? You knew that. Um, it's a podcast all about shit that goes on in our 20s. Um, I am fucking stoked for today's episode because it's just a chit chat. There's no stress. We're just here to talk. I have a glass of wine here. I have pizza on the way. It's like a girl's night that I'm forcing you into because I have no friends. <laughs> um, but yeah, hey guys, I hope your week has been fucking fantastic. I hope you loved uh, last week's episode with my aunt talking all about, uh, you know, mental health in millennials, which I thought was a really fun topic. I felt I got a lot of knowledge from that and I just always like to hear from other people who are older than me because again as we all know the whole point of starting this podcast is to learn shit because I don't know anything <laughs> I'm out here struggling I just want to know things um but yeah I mean let's just get into today's episode actually I'm gonna I'm gonna just be chit chatty today so I hope you guys don't mind I'm gonna fill you in on my life um because I have not really had much contact with friends lately and I'm really I'm just out here holding things in that I don't want to hold on let me take a sip of my wine Anyways, um, okay, yeah, I mean, let me fill you in on my life. Um, what's been new? I had a really exciting interview this morning. I don't want to talk too much about it because I don't want to fucking jinx it, but I have a really good feeling, and I just hope everything goes through for me. Nobody give me the evil eye, please. Uh, just keep your fingers crossed for me that this works out because it, it would be really fucking cool. Um, I have not started my summer classes yet. I actually need to check on that because I think it starts in a couple days. Whoops. Um, yeah. I, um, what else is new? My grandparents have left. Um, for those of you who don't know, I do live with my grandparents. They left to Greece for two months, so I have an entire house to myself, which is great, but also oddly lonely and very weird. Like, I feel, I feel like very, a lot more adult-like, like today I spent my entire day cleaning the entire house, which like, if, uh, I thought cleaning my room was a lot. Cleaning an entire fucking house, that's a lot. It's a lot. Um, but I mean, I, I love it. Like, I really have enjoyed having my own time and, like, I can play my music all around and nobody gives a shit, you know? So that has been a fun little interesting thing. I went to Pride yesterday. Or Pride was yesterday. Um, I went to Pride. Oh, my God. I literally was like, this, this sounds so fucking stupid, but I was honestly emotional for a couple of the times when we were at the parade. Um just because it was just such a loving environment. And this was, I think, this is my first Pride that I've ever been to. And I went with my mom and my sister. And it just made me very thankful to be living in a place where people are so open and so loving. And I mean, of course, even in San Francisco, there's, there's people who aren't accepting and stuff. But just being in an environment where everybody was happy and feeling loved, uh, just, ugh. I'm just such an empath. <laughs> no, I, I did honestly. I got like a little emotional a couple times because I was like, God, I'm just like, I'm happy to be in a place where people are fostering um, that kind of an environment, if that makes sense. Anyways, uh, yeah, and then I went out last night, which was 
fucking so fun. I love the Castro so much, dude. Like, so for those of you who've never uh, been to the Castro or like aren't from San Francisco, the Castro district is synonymous with syn synonymous, synonymous. <laughs> I'm reading from Google because I didn't know the exact way to explain this and I didn't want to get anything wrong. Uh, basically it's syn synonymous with gay culture. Um, yeah, like from the seventies, basically it was just known as an area where people can be open in themselves and like not judged, which is really cool. Uh, long story short, anyways, I went out in the Castro last night and it was so much fun because it's just an area where you don't feel like you're going to get creeped on. And like, as girls, we know that anywhere you go, you're going to get fucking creeped on, which also pissed me off because I was out here living my best life, dancing, doing my thing. And home, some homeboy came up and was just trying to get out. I was like, no, this is supposed to be the one place I'm safe and I'm not going to get hit on. Like, leave me alone, please. But anyways, uh, nonetheless, it, I honestly had so much fun last night, like more fun than I've had in a while. So I think Castro is my new spot to go. Hit me up if you want to go to Castro only, please. And thank you. Um, let me think. Is there anything else to fill you guys in on? No, that's, I mean, my life is honestly pretty boring. Like, I'm just out here going to work, working out. Um, living my best hot girl summer life. That's really been it. But I mean, so I figured for today, while we're being chit chatty, I'm going to answer. I've gotten Q&A questions literally since February that I have not done. I've been meaning to do a Q&A episode. Uh, so I guess that's what today's going to be is chit chat and Q&A. I'm going through them all right now. So let's start with this first one. How do you balance life shit? And how do you stay organized and stay motivated? Simple, I don't. <laughs> um, I try really hard to balance everything out, but it's really fucking hard. I feel like I constantly, as everybody else, we are all constantly have like 20 million things happening. I mean, with me, it's like school, work, working out as of right now, which is like not a lot at all. Typically, I'm working two jobs and going to school full time and trying to maintain like a workout routine in some sort of sense. Um, and with that, organization is key. I need to really, like, that's something that I've tried to focus on is prioritizing and uh, keeping focus on what I want to keep maintained, I guess. Uh, that honestly made no sense. But basically, I try and stay organized. I have a planner. Do I use it? Sometimes. <laughs> when I think when I get really busy is when I feel like I rely on it. And I like to plan things out. I've felt like since summer started, I've definitely lagged on that just because... I've been like, oh, it's summer. Like, I don't really, I have like one summer class, but it doesn't start till July. So like I'm chilling. Um, but that's when I start to feel unmotivated about everything. So now I'm definitely getting back into the mindset of like, okay, let's get back onto our shit. Let's get back into planning things out because I just, I feel like it keeps me, um, what's accountable. It keeps me accountable. Uh, when I have a planner and I have like things written out, it just, I think it puts as cheesy as this sounds, it puts more energy behind it. Uh, so for me, I guess the key to balancing and staying organized and motivated is a planner. <laughs> Literally it's as simple as that. Um, but as far as motivation, I think I've talked about this a ton of times, like we're all going to get unmotivated and that's just like the reality of life and knowing how to pick yourself back up or knowing what works best for you is key to staying motivated. You know, for me, that's going out. I've realized now I need this once a week to go to my like favorite hiking spot and sit there and write and reflect. Um, if I don't do that, I find once a week, then I get kind of like chaotic. Things start to get crazy. I don't, I'm not in the right headspace. It's what works for me. So I'm going to stick to that. Let's see. 
A question I got a lot about is dating apps, fuckboys, and dating in your 20s, which, let me tell you, girls, I'm not good at any of that. Ugh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Dating apps. Um, I've only ever been on Tinder and Bumble for a very slight amount of time. Tinder, I mean, I take, I have always taken every dating app with a grain of salt. I've met some really cool people. So I'm really not here to dig either any dating app thing because, like, I met my one of my best friends through there. Like, we just ended up being really cool. I've met some really quality people, actually. Um, it's just a matter of weeding through the shit, which we all know. That's with anything, right? Um, and putting yourself out there. I think that's a big thing, too, especially when you're, like, newly single. It's really scary to take the leap and go out and do stuff. Um... But you just gotta do it, you know? You're gonna meet some shitty guys. Cool. Always have a backup plan. And a big thing for me is safety, you know? There's a lot of these guys that will want... I mean, this is just my experience. Again, there's a lot of guys who will want to just bring you home real quick. And it's like, you don't know if that's safe. You always have to keep your wits about you. Um, make smart decisions. And even if you get like, oh, he has a good vibe. Like, he's chill. You never know, you know? That's how serial killers are, too. I don't know. Maybe I just am, like, too into true crime and like scary things that I'm extra paranoid but I am like I'm very cautious about where I am in a, blah, blah, blah. anyways yeah so just I would say with dating apps give it a go why not you know what I mean we're in an age where it's normalized who cares who gives a shit what anybody thinks really that's the moral of this story who gives a shit what Teresa over there is gonna say if you're on a dating app or like I just ugh, do your thing dude you know what I mean do what makes you happy. Live your best life. Hoe it out. That's my biggest advice. Everybody needs a hoe stage. I'm going to go ahead and say it on air. Um, yeah, I think at least... Oh, God, I hope my family is not listening to this right now. <laughs> Anyways, a hoe stage is important. And by hoe stage, I mean just going out and doing your thing. Uh, not giving a shit what other people are thinking. You know, if you want to sleep around, sleep around. If you don't, don't to each his own, but what makes you happy, do it, you know what I mean, and learn about yourself, most importantly, I think being single the, is the best for self-love and nurturing that environment, because you have no one but yourself at the end of the day, which is great, it's empowering uh, when you get past the point of being lonely, quote-unquote, because there's a lot of times in your life where you're going to be lonely, and you're going to be alone, and I think being in your 20s, it's important to learn how to not just cope with that, but to embrace it. And to learn to be alone with yourself, it's really, it's a good feeling because then you know that you're choosing other people that are in your life, not out of loneliness, but out of you actually wanting them there genuinely. Um, so that's, I think, a big takeaway I've gotten from, be, like, all of my single years combined is to be okay with being lonely, um, to embrace it, to enjoy it as much as you can, you know? Um, I hope that made sense. <clears throat> Oh, and then fuck boys. Oh, that's an interesting one. Um, like how to deal with them was the question. Um, I'm very impressed that you guys think that I've dealt with them because I don't. <laughs> I just, you gotta know what's best for you. You gotta know your worth. This is something I will tell every female, every woman on the face of this earth is to know your worth. Add tax. You know what I mean? Do not allow anybody to treat you how you don't want to be treated. If they're acting a certain way, if they're treating you a certain way, drop them. I promise you there are 20 other guys just like him around the corner. Don't be afraid of being lonely or alone because that is going to come with the territory of being single. Um, 
yeah, like I said, know your worth, know what, how you want to be treated and do not settle. This is, we are in our twenties. This is not a time for settling at all. Like, no, this is the time we're supposed to be, uh, getting our best and focusing on ourselves is a really big one too. focus on yourself. Fucking when you, I feel like anytime I've not been looking for relationships, it's one of the best ones come to me. So I would say focus on yourself, focus on your shit that you're doing, build goals, try to become the best version of you and the right people are going to come. Um, and that's in every aspect that's in friendships, that's in relationships. Um, Ooh, I wanted to rant. Okay, cool. What's the next one? (laughs) How to not let people influence our decisions on what we want to do with our career. Mm, That's a good one. So, um, I know that where that is coming from is a place of, there's a lot of people who have families that are, I don't want to say the word overbearing, but overbearing in the sense of they put their thoughts and ideas and opinions onto their kids, siblings, whatever it may be. Um, and I know that is very common cause that's common in like the Greek culture as well. Um, and that is a toughie because I was lucky enough to have a family that is open to kind of, I wouldn't say whatever I want to do, but as long as I get my, it was literally like growing up for me was as long as you get your degree, do whatever you want. (laughs) So, um, that was just kind of what I was set with from an early age. Um, and I know to each his own. So I honestly don't know how to answer that. I think because I can't speak from a place of having a family that is overbearing in the sense of like, you have to be a nurse or a doctor or a lawyer, or you're like a failure, but it's, um, I think the common theme in this is being comfortable enough to choose yourself because at the end of the day, of course, we love our families and, you know, we want their support and stuff, but it's your life, you know, and it's a really hard cut to make. But when you feel like it's interfering with what's going to make you happy, you have to have that talk with your, the people around you, your family and, and come from a place of understanding, but try and have them understand where you're coming from as well, you know? I think, I guess, communication is key with that. Let them know what makes you happy because it's your family and or the the people that are around you. They're going to want you happy um, if you're pick. Uh, yeah, they're going to want you happy. Um, so if you are just open and communicative about what it is that you actually want, that's going to start a healthy dialogue and maybe get to the root of why they feel like you need to be a certain doctor, lawyer, whatever, in a certain profession to be, in their eyes, successful. And I think that's another big thing, too, is... Um, the idea that a lot of parents will put their, uh, ideas of success onto their kids and, you know, maybe their idea of success is making as much money as possible, but their kid's idea of success is just happiness and mental well-being or something else. So it's, again, a miscommunication on that part. Um, and so I think it's, it's always important to just kind of keep an open dialogue with the people around you about where you're at, what you think is best for you, you know? So I hope that answered something around that. Okay, another dating question. Views on dating. Hmm, what are my views on dating? Um, I really don't know, honestly. I just kind of, like I said before, like, I'm very much a person who, like, okay, I've realized more and more that I am very much a person who enjoys being in relationships because I just, I don't know. I just like having a a person, a person with me. And there's no shame in that, you know, uh, to each his own. Some people are really loving or good at being single. And as much as I do enjoy, I love my single time because 
like I've said, I feel like I grow a lot and learn about myself and it's a nice time to kind of focus in on my own shit. Um, I do tend to like being in relationships, but I don't, I don't know. I don't want to say I don't look for them because I think subconsciously I always am and that's just, it's just who I am. But I find that when the best people come into my life, um, I'm not looking for it like inter- intermediately maybe. I don't know if that's the word I'm looking for, but, um, typically it, it happens when I am just kind of doing my own thing and focusing on me. And like, I like to think I, I, I do this thing where a lot of the times when people, uh, I guess are like hitting on me. I literally think of most of the guys that hit on me as like, I'm like, oh, we're just homies. Like, it's nothing like that. I don't know. I just let things go over my head and I don't overthink things very much. But it's also to the point of like, I don't know when anybody's into me and when they're not. (laughs) And yeah, or like, I won't, I won't, I won't understand that somebody's into me until they're literally like saying super flirty things, like super flirty things. And I'm like, oh my God, wait, are they like into me? (laughs) And then it takes me a minute. But, um, yeah, dating is interesting, especially, I would say, I don't, I mean, yeah, so I think what I want to say basically to wrap it up on this question is, I think dating in our 20s is very interesting because we are all very much in our own lane, hopefully most of us are, but I think from what I've experienced, a lot of people are in their own lanes, we're all kind of focusing on ourselves, and it's a lot of like, me, 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 right? I'm, I am very much one to say that this, this is me, basically. I'm very, I always think about myself and because I've always said 20s are your time to be, to be, um, selfish, right? Like your 20s are your time to be selfish. So it's hard to get out of this mindset of like, it's all about me and then to put somebody else into the mix and think, okay, well no, now it's also, it's about me. Yes, still, but it's also about this other person that I've um, decided to share my life with. You know what I mean? Um, and for me, I, I don't know. I just, I love, I love that part of dating is when you're both like excited to talk to each other. And it's like, I like when it's mutual, you know what I mean? Like, and there's like, so two parts of dating like there's that whole awkward like oh I gotta meet someone or like oh I have to go on these dates and like putting yourself out there is always uncomfortable because you don't know how you're gonna get perceived and for me like it's so weird because I think I do have social anxiety sometimes like I can almost like trigger it myself when I overthink shit then I get like really fucking weird (laughs) like I am not myself I get weird I overthink what I'm saying and what I'm doing to the point where like I won't say anything like I'll be super quiet And then that comes off as like weird and it's totally a matter of when I'm overthinking it. But typically like my advice to myself, like when I'm going on dates or like doing anything is like loosen the fuck up, just act like yourself, be yourself and don't put on a face because like we're all so good at putting on faces. But when it comes to somebody that you're trying to date, it's like let a little bit of that guard down just so you actually like they actually know who you are. And for me, that initial guard is always like me being quiet. So like, I guess what I'm trying to say is when I don't have like my total guard up, I feel like I'm like fun and I'm funny and I like to be like chill and down to earth. I don't like to be super like uptight and like act like I'm better than any, ugh, I think I'm fucking ranting. I don't even know if I'm making sense. Basically next question. (laughs) Um, okay. So, huh. 
a lot of dating questions. <laughs> I don't know why people are so infatuated with my dating life. Um, views on dating before and after your ex. Ooh, ugh, I don't know if I want to answer this. I will just say a very quick little snippet of, um, yeah, definitely view dating differently after dating my ex. Uh, he was great. Honestly, I have no shade to throw at him at all. Like we had a great relationship. Um, and so I think because of that, uh, he helped with setting a standard at a certain point, which is good. Like it, we had a great time together and I think the only difference is now I'm older and I'm more grown than I was when I was single at age 19. You know what I mean? Um, and so I think that growth just came with time and I just, the differences I see in dating are my worth because when I was 19, I really did not have any sense of self-worth. Um, so I think now the biggest difference is I know what I deserve and I know what I want and I know that I'm not going to settle. So those are really the takeaways from that. Okay. <clears throat> Next question is how do you maintain your self-confidence? Oh, that's a fun one. Um, <sighs> as I take a sip of wine, well, self-confidence is always fluctuating. Okay. So let's remember that. I like to think that I'm a very like confident person on social media as a lot of people are, but as anybody else, I, um, definitely have days where I don't feel great. And I think for me, um, correlated with my self-confidence is how I feel. So it's like that whole look good, feel good, you know, mentality. Um, so for me, maintaining that definitely comes with going to the gym, like doing things I don't want to do. Uh, I force myself to go to the gym. Like I try to do four to five times a week just because I feel like that's my sweet spot. That's where I'm looking good. I'm feeling good. You're getting your, your endorphins pumping. So for anybody listening and looking for it just, I would say definitely work on your health and fitness because that for me has been a way in which I have looked better for sure. And I, I, with that also comes feeling better. Um, also on my days where I don't feel very good, I do one of two things, depending on my mood, I will either allow myself to feel it and like try to do a little self care day, you know, do a face mask if I'm like, so for me, another big thing lately that has been dodging on my freaking self-confidence has been my acne. It's, ugh, so I've always had like crazy hormonal acne, but lately, I don't know what is going on. You'd think it like chill out in your twenties. No, bitch, it's back and it's better than ever. Like she's, uh, so I am getting like crazy cystic acne, which is not fun. If anybody has dealt with it, oh, you know my struggle, but yeah, so that has definitely didn't been dodging on my self-confidence because it, I feel like shit when I go out with, with no makeup on. And I was so in a place a couple months ago where, or not a couple months ago, this was like six months ago, where my skin was popping and I felt great without makeup and I know it totally like played on my confidence. Like I felt a lot better and now I'm definitely at a place where I'm like, oh fuck, like I have hella scarring and like a bunch of stuff going on and like, yes, I am doing a lot about it. Like you don't understand how many fucking things I'm on and I'm using the best like top of the line products from Sephora. So it's like, I know it's really nothing that I can help, which I think is the most defeating part is when it's something that you, it's out of my control. Like I'm literally using stuff from the dermatologist and it's just, a, it's a process. So I am now in the place where 
I'm trying to not allow that to play on my mental and like confidence as much. I'm trying to just tell myself like, listen, you're a bad bitch, acne and all. And that also comes with just accepting it, you know, accepting it for what it is. Like acne is fucking acne. Oh, well, like we all get it. And if somebody is really going to tell me I'm not cute because of my acne, they're lying. So yeah, I mean, yeah, again, building and building my confidence to this point has come. It's, it's taken a lot. It's taken a lot of low days. It's taken a lot of years to, to get to this point. Um, so I would just say work on self-love, work on, and that's such a vague fucking term. So I guess, hmm. I guess, um, in that also faking it till you make it because for a lot of years I, oh, shut up. <laughs> yeah. But, um, to wrap up on that question, faking it till you make it, you know what I mean? If you keep telling yourself every day that you're a bad bitch, there's a day or there's going to be more days or, okay. It's going to start with like one day where you're like, I actually wait, I am a bad bitch. I'm right. And then it's going to go into more and more days and you're going to feel that confidence coming from inside you. So for me, at least it was definitely faking it till I made it. Um, and now I've made it and now I am, honestly, my ego is too fucking big <laughs> Somebody and somebody is popping it right now. You know who you are. <laughs> um, yeah. So next, next question in a world where, where social media runs everything, how do you manage to stay authentic to yourself? And this is something I definitely talked about with Gabby in my, um, podcast episode, with her, this was a little, like maybe a month ago, but staying authentic to yourself for me is, uh, staying off of social media because I feel like when we're not sitting on social media and comparing ourselves is when you get your most authentic self because you're, you know, creating your own ideas, you're doing your own thing, you're staying in your own lane. I feel like there's a freaking correlation for sure between my mental health and social media usage. Like for me, I feel like when I wake up in the morning and I am sitting there scrolling and just looking at dumb, not dumb shit because I'm also posting and I hope nobody thinks my shit's dumb, but they probably do, whatever. Anyways, my point is when I'm sitting there and scrolling and I don't know, I feel like I get like brain dead. I feel like a fucking zombie after a while. So I like to really get out and get into my own element go into my car, blast my music. Uh, it's also the same way I try and get my creative thoughts flowing is go on a, like, like I've said before, my favorite hiking place, that is where I go for any time I'm feeling stressed, anxious, like I'm not creating enough, like I'm, you know, failing in some way. I go there and I reflect and I just feel like that is where I go to, again, reflect to make sure I'm being my most, most authentic self. And it also has to come with like, it correlates so much with confidence, you know, when you're confident enough in yourself and you feel, um, also nurtured enough in your environment and you feel open enough to be yourself is when you can be your most authentic self. I think when you're allowed, when you allow yourself to open up to the world you're around and to allow yourself to feel things and you're going to be, you know, rejected. And that's the reality of life. You're, there's going to be people who don't like you. And to come to that conclusion, be okay with it. You know, be open to it. And at the end of the day, you just have to not give a fuck what other people are thinking. Because what other people think of you is not how you actually are. You know, you know who you are. Your friends, the people you keep close to you know who you are. Um, 
anybody who actually matters in your life knows who you are, knows you at your core, and you just have to be confident in being your most authentic self. Let down those guards. We are so in a time where it's big to put on a good face, which is great. Like, I think it's important to know how to put on good face, but I'm coming into a time where I am more interested in people's authentic selves, you know? I don't give a shit what you have on social media. I don't give a shit about your clout. Show me who the fuck you are, like, behind closed doors, and I think that's more interesting to me. Maybe that's the Scorpio in me. (laughs) I don't know. I like the darker sides of people, but... Mm, another rant, but yeah. Ooh, okay. Next, and I think last question because it's getting a little long. Are you in the place of your life where you can say I'm doing better than I have expected? Um, no. <laughs> well, and I say that hesitantly because I think I had so many ideas about who and where I would be at age 22. Um, I think, and it also depends on which age Christina you're asking if you're asking like 19 I I honestly like never really okay I have like I've always had like five-year plans but they were very vague um and I never really like I oh I've always had this like feeling my whole life that I would always be okay no matter what like even through really tough times and even if I felt like my path was changing all the time, I always had this gut feeling that like no matter what I do, no matter what kind of shit I'm going through, I'm always going to be okay and it's, uh, I don't know, it's just like a gut feeling I've always had. So I've always kind of gone with that feeling Um, and I've always known that no matter what, as long as I try and focus on myself and stay true to myself and my morals and all the other stuff that I find important, that I would be good. And that's always been true for me, honestly. Um, know that at the end of the day, the universe has my back and whatever force is out there is looking out for my best interest. And even when things don't work out to, um, to what I want in the moment, I know that they're always working out for my best interest, even if I don't see it yet. So that's something that I've always kept with me, uh, through, my travels of life, I guess. I sound so fucking pretentious. <laughs> but it's true. Like, I, I don't know. I know even if I do dumb shit, even if I fail at something I think I would have done great at, I just, I know that I will be good. And, hmm, interesting. I am now a little wine drunk. And I'm going to go eat some pizza because I see that it it has gotten here. Um... Yeah, let's see. Um, Can I update you on any other part of my life? I'm going to New Jersey for two weekends in a row. My July is honestly kind of booked and busy. For the first time in my life, I'm actually doing shit. Um, Yeah, I will be in Jersey two weekends in a row. I am go... Ooh, am I going to spill the tea right now? I'm going to spill the tea because if anybody follows me on social media, you already know this. I'm going to visit my boo, my bae, my... That sounds so uncomfortable the person I am talking to right at the moment. Um, yeah, I'm going to visit him two weekends in a row. So that will be very interesting. I don't know if I'll keep you updated on that or not, because I don't know how much of my life I want to put out on here. Um, but I think it's kind of fun. I'm excited. Um, and then he's coming for a week after that. So I will be booked and busy for the, like, honestly, after this week, after this yeah after this week I'll be booked and busy for like the next three weeks which is great like I actually have shit to look forward to um 
might be moving to Greece in January. I don't know about that yet, depending on how this job opportunity goes. I will tell you more about that, depending on how these next week, this next, these next few weeks go. Um, yeah, my life is actually starting to get interesting for once. So hopefully more to come. Thank you so much for listening and chatting with me. I felt like I had like a girl's night with girls I couldn't see, but like, I love you all. Um, okay. Yeah, that's about it. Have a great week. Thank you so much for listening. Follow me, um, at Kappa Christina on Instagram or the IDFK podcast. Um, 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 give me five, give me five stars on iTunes. Um, please. And thank you. And yeah, I hope you guys have a great week. I will see you next Wednesday. Bye.